I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sunday League Pundits. It is the boys over there. We got Greg. What's up? Got Waz beside him. Hola, amigo. Big man Brett. Shabba Chow. I'm going to call you Jack Black for this entire episode. Shut up. Everybody's <laughs> calling him Jack Black. And, yeah. and I am Liam. I'm finally making, uh, making my appearance here. It, it, it's like, are you back or are you here now? I'm like... back, baby. <laughs> I didn't go nowhere. I'm back, baby. But yes, if you are new to the Sunday League pundits and the 90th minute in general, you haven't seen my beautiful face yet. <clears throat> I am back. I was uh, I was away. Or hear your beautiful voice. I was away in Scotland for a full month visiting family and stuff, but I'm back. The football's back. The boys are back together. The boys are back. The boys are back. Jack Black, baby. Oh my god. <laughs> Camp Rock. The amount of times that I've gotten it's, it's Jack School Black. Of Rock. School of Rock. Yeah. Did you say Camp Rock? I can picture I can picture this man on Camp Rock. <laughs> he, me, he could be I like, look like Demi Lovato. You could be, like, be like the cool counselor guy. Let's play some drums, everybody. <laughs> I, I worked out of summer. Camp. <laughs> yeah. Bro, this I guy's a that. side character in Camp Rock, if anything. I'm a side character? You don't think I'm a I am a main character? You're not Joe Jonas. Oh <laughs> my god. On, You're telling me I couldn't be a Jonas brother? Oh, Frankie. Yeah. Frankie, I have the same hair as Frankie. Wow, I want to start to a football <laughs> way to podcast. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you are new to the to the next minute in general, make sure you are subscribed, hit like on this video, and if you're listening on those audio apps, make baby, sure, we make love sure you. to share. We love you, Spotify, Apple, yeah, all the good places. Like so that. we're recording this after City versus Newcastle. So this yeah. is. We'll be out hopefully before Liverpool versus United. Yes. Which can kind of count kind of predictions, right? We can, but... 100%. But yeah, welcome to a review show. We are going to break down the Premier League and the and, other yeah. big and uh, leagues around the, the world. At the end of the podcast, we will discuss some of the Sunday League stories that you guys sent us through uh, Instagram, Twitter. So if you have any Sunday League stories, DM us on Twitter, Instagram, and we'll read them on the next podcast. Make sure you love, are following on, on all the social media. Links are in the description now, boys. Some, some guy sent me a movie, I swear to God. A movie? <laughs> I didn't read it full, but I saw it. There's a couple paragraphs, man. Oh, yeah, that was the one I was going to read, too. Uh, There's, well, it, I love it. it. Actually, I love it. Like, I'm great. excited, honestly. We love that you guys are getting involved with the... Uh, with the channel, with the podcast, stuff like that. We hope you have enjoyed the the new 90th minute, the new podcast, everything's going on. We hope you're enjoying it because you and know what? We, we are excited about it. We were it. back live on Twitch again for yes. the Newcastle Man City game. And, so and sure if this comes out, like Juan says, before Liverpool versus Manchester United, we will be live for that one as well. The 90th minute official. Twitch.tv slash the 90th minute official. Now, let's start, I think, with the game that just concluded. Yeah. Newcastle versus Manchester City. 
bit of an upset on the cards there, I gotta say. Yeah. Man City dropped points for the first time this season, and boy, were Newcastle good for it. Man City started off really strong. Gundogan got an early goal. I think it was like the sixth minute or whatever. What? Don't even talk we, shit. We know what he's going to be saying. All right. I he says Gundogan's better than Iniesta. Oh, yeah. No, no, That's he's not. around the same level, man. Fuck off. <laughs> I, found a th I found a Twitter thread about it. That's, That's what yeah, there that is. Yeah. We, we us... knew you were not writing. <laughs> yeah, you were, that was all just copy and paste, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Greg said, Ilkay Gunwan did open the scoring five minutes in for, for, for City. They were all over Newcastle the first dozen minutes, let's say. Then it changed. There was, there was a, a bit of a change in the match. Ruben Diaz had to come on for Nathan Ake, who was injured. Yep. Of course, Ruben Diaz was not at 100% himself. And what, when, when the match, before it kicked off, we looked at the starting lineups and we all said, Wait. John Stones and Nathan Ake, well, that's I'm what you not said. too confident about You said that there. literally the whole 11 for Manchester City showing. It's like, it's great. And then you're just like, the two center backs, it's like, I mean, those aren't their two starting no, center backs not. if they're fully fit. But they, so, they, they stand out as not Man City's best kind of thing. And I thought with Ake and Stones, Newcastle could take advantage. It actually wasn't until Ruben Diaz came on, who is a much better center back, but not fully fit, that the game started to swing in Newcastle's favor. Because seven minutes after that change was made, big man, Miguel Amaron, that guy, there we go, touching tips, Miguel Amaron, he comes and he scores himself a goal. Bit of a bit of a, a scrappy goal, but it was a goal. Yeah. He, you know, VAR took a look, see if he was offside, anything. It was a I goal. I thought it went off his schlong. Schlong? It, it went off his stomach. Al, I was happy to see Miguel Amaron yeah. schlong. Yeah, it's, I, I like Miguel Amaron. I feel like he, he's been kind of fallen back he, or fall victim. He has, maybe hasn't lived up to the expectation or the potential maybe. that he had coming through the ranks kind yeah. of thing. But he's established, established himself as a solid and consistent Premier League winger. He's I, not going to light the world on fire. The but. thing is, I still think Newcastle could do with another winger and they bring someone in and force them to actually fight it out to see who can actually get a starting spot there. Yeah, well, you you really saw it too after Callum Wilson came off. There was no counterattack after that and there was just no way... After Callum Wilson came on, every or came off, everybody it just really felt like it was it was either going to be a draw or City was yeah, winning, and it. and that's where for me I'm a big fan of Newcastle starting eleven, but I think the depth well, yeah. is starts to drop down, and hopefully they can start bringing some let's, more. Let's talk about that depth in. that they had. So their bench started the start of the game. Their their bench was Martin Dubravka, so backup keeper, Elliot Anderson, who is a 19 year old Scottish midfielder. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan Frazier, you had Jamal Lascelles, Emil Kraft, uh, Jacob Murphy, Sean Longseth, Matt Ritchie, and Chris Wood. It's not it bad. It screams mid-low table. But when, mid -low table. but when Newcastle is now the team that's trying to fight for a European yeah. spot, it could it's be a lot better. Enough. Do you know what Jack Grealish said about Almiron last season? Give it to me. Uh, so uh, this is after... Um, this is based on Bernardo Silva's performance last season against Aston Villa. Grealish said this, take Mares off the pitch as soon as possible. He's playing like Almiron. Well, last season. Mares did not wow. even make an appearance in this game because other than the injury, Pep Guardiola goes, I need five substitutes, but I don't use a single one. Yeah. Fuck off, yeah. Pep, you baldy locks. We actually, Premier League, of <laughs> course, has five subs now. And he was the one that was still... screaming the loudest. Him yeah. and, and Jürgen... The pitch is dry, Klopp. 
that guy. I love I love Jurgen, but sometimes I go, Jurgen, you're not doing yourself any favor. But then again, he plays the game of chess so perfectly because we're still sitting here talking about Jurgen Klopp's pitch was dry and not the fact that Liverpool were shit. Yeah. yeah Anyways, we'll get back to that. But yep. <clears throat> so, like you mentioned, Calvin Wilson, sorry, Callum Wilson had a great first half. I think he held the ball up well. He was creating counterattacks. He does get himself a goal in the 39th oh, minute. Really? Ederson probably could have done a little better, but it was a good finish. Yes, Ederson probably could have done something else, but they like said good finish. Two one. Newcastle go into the break in the lead. Great scenes. Man, do they come out good as well? Yep. 54th minute free kick here in Trippier. The man steps up and, and we all said it. This is, this is perfect territory for him. You know how good he is on a set piece and he makes absolutely no mistakes. It is a he perfect goes, free he kick. He goes a bit ballsy. And he puts it at Ederson's goalkeeper side, which should never get beat on that side, but is perfectly placed into side netting of the, of the net. It's, it's, it was a great finish. But Ederson made his first step the other way. He does. Yeah, he, he thought he was going to yeah. shoot yeah. it to his far side. And but he, he got caught he got in his beat. own game. Yeah, he did. And I, I, we talked about this during the stream. And that's where... and that's more of why it's a perfect free kick, because mm-hmm. a lot of keepers will do that now. Yeah. So where they'll take that step just to get there first, yeah. and then so it's hard to get back. But it, it, it we talked about it on stream where I said, we look at Nick Pope, who is at Burnley. We look at Ramsdale, who is at Bournemouth. When you're at a, a club down low like that, you're making seven, eight, nine, ten saves a match. Whereas Ederson might go 90 minutes and make one or two stops. Yeah. So as great as he is, as, as top as him and Allison and, and De Gea even, you know, all no, those top no. goalkeepers. Please do not put De Gea well, in the conversation. Yeah. De Gea's coming, yeah. he's, he's kind of, Enough. yeah, he's fell but off But you, you put, the, put those top, even Mendy, Mendy today, Edward Mendy, Mendy from, from Chelsea. Shame. Mendy's yeah. been shocking. Yeah, you, you put these, these keepers yeah. in such a high, a high realm and a high tier because of how great they are for these teams. But they're not called upon a million times. And you know what? They have such a great back line and midfield in front of them that help them look even better. So you know what? Give full credit to Nick Pope and keepers like that to keep their teams in the game well, sometimes. Nick, Nick at, Pope was a it was a great signing by Newcastle. It was. Yeah. Well, look at Dean Henderson too, and he was yep. now. At uh, I think a couple of years ago. I mean, you look at like Fabianski as well. Yeah, for yeah. A number yeah. of summer seasons there. There's a few other keepers throughout the years. And yet, even even Newcastle's backup Martin Dubravka. He was yeah. really good Great last keeper. season, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, so he says, 3-1 Newcastle. They are in dreamland. The the, the Toon Army are just And hopefully, mate, you know, El Cashico in the uh, the Cashico Derby in the uh, <laughs> Premier League now? El Newcastle City? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah be, I guess so. This is going to be a game to look forward to for years to come, so. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> after the hour mark, though, it's it falls apart for Newcastle. Well, I mean, Man City basically found a way to take control, right? All Newcastle, like, had so many chances. St. Maximin was I, I, very I, good. I, I can already see it. I can see the dressing room speech from Pep Guardiola halftime. You guys are making too many mistakes. <laughs> Fix it. Fix it. You're going to come. You're going to go back. You're going to yeah. come. You're going to go back. <laughs> they want to be like you. I can see that. Do you know like when Pep gets you're really... You're the press. You're the press. It's very aggressive. Uh. Kick something. There's, it's because you, you remember that all or nothing uh, when Man City. City had it. It's just the the difference between Pep and press conferences in the dressing room is yeah. wild. Yeah. When he's in the press conference, he's like, "He was good game." So good. <laughs> and then uh, he so, goes so to good. the dressing room. And he's like, "He's here. You're going to be here. You go over here. The ball's over here. You're standing right here. You can't go anywhere else." 
Yeah, no. Vamos! Full Spanish. What were your thoughts on uh, Kevin De Bruyne? He was so good. The great <laughs> and I mean, well, Kevin De Bruyne had a couple. Erling Holland did assists. score the, uh, the 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 goal to make it three two. That, that's that there. That is there. Suck it, Holland. <laughs> I don't like the way you say He's making name. a lot of money. He Me? just scored the Premier League, and you got the tattoo. When you say Holland, I think the the Netherlands. That, Holland? That's the point. That's the name. Holland. Well, I don't Holland. know. Because that's it's not a long A. Holland. Yeah, yeah. It's Holland. Anyways. Holland. He just scored, though. It was a good yeah. goal by Erling. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to see him actually scoring from the get-go yeah. in the Prem. It's not taking him a while to get used but, to it. Uh, four yeah. minutes later Darwin, was yeah. my goal of the game. Bernardo Silva scores on what is a sublime line-breaking pass from Kevin De Bruyne. The vision and just the... Not in the vision, but the, the, the ability to perfectly weight that pass through the lines onto Bernardo's foot. It's just what home. he does. He's it, so exactly. good at it, it. It's, it's money from him. He's clinical. It is 3-3. It's a hell of a game. Big talking point then. Ten minutes after that goal goes in, Kieran Trippier is showing a straight red card for a tackle on Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne is on, not a breakaway, but they're on a, a counterattack. There are defenders behind is, Kieran Trippier. He, yeah, he is trying to take him out just to stop the play. 100%. It was a professional foul. Referee gives him a straight red. Immediately, I'm going, we were all going, no way. That's not a red. It's a yellow. VAR takes a look. It looks like maybe the tackle is up high on the knee. It's not. The, the contact's further down the leg. VAR does switch that red card into a yellow card. Trippier stays on the field, and the game goes on to finish 3-3. So my question in, in that space, and, and obviously Trippier wasn't in this position, but in the future there probably will mm. be positions like this. But if there's a player already on a yellow, well, I guess it doesn't really matter in this case. But if a player already has a yellow, yep. And they make a move like that. Say Trippier already had mm. the yellow. Would he have been shown? Do you think they would have just given him Second the yellow, yellow and just get out of here? Or would Possibly. they have gone straight red, then been able to review it? But either way, I guess he's he would off, have been yeah. out. Because no, I mean, that was it was 100% a yellow. If yes. he's already yeah, on a yellow, yeah. he's gone. Yeah, but, but the thing is, is that if he's given a second yellow and he goes to the red, it can't be reviewed by VAR. And yeah. that's oh, that's, that's what my too. issue would have I see, been. I see what you're saying. And, but if he was on the uh, first yellow and he makes that tackle and it goes to a straight red, then they can review yes, it, yeah. right? So my question... I mean, either way, he would have been out if it was a straight red but or yellow. But it would have depended on the, the severity. It could have been appealed after the match. Right. It could have been rescinded, yeah. And also doesn't go against the total season uh, um, uh, yellow card. Yes, yeah, too, yeah. Right? yeah. So. That's a good point to bring up, though. It's interesting. VAR is interesting still because... We're not still learning it, but we're still getting used to it in a sense where it's like, okay, what is allowed to be reviewed? What isn't? What, you know, what, what are these clubs you're know, willing to, to, to chance in a sense of, you know, do you make that tackle if you are on that yellow and yeah. you, you, even, even if you're on a yellow and you make a clean tackle, but the risk is there that maybe the VAR catches something, you know? But even yeah. then, they well, yeah, I guess so if it's a serious call. But even if you're on the yellow, just in general, and you're making tackles like that. I mean, that's the point of having a yellow. But yeah. I, I, I guess I'm more trying to lean towards the fact that if VAR, like VAR couldn't come in and be, okay, that's a yellow card. But they can come in and say, that's a red card. So in that case, I guess they would try and stay out of that. It's, an, it's a weird 
yeah. situation to think of when yeah. you actually do. Are it we like good that. to move on from this match? Please, yeah. Let's so do. I have a question for you, Brett. Okay. Jack Black, <sighs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson, okay, McDonald's, huh? and Leeds United. Oh god. What do they have in common? America, baby. Yeah, America, baby. USA, USA. <laughs> America, baby has um. They they took a shit on the constabulary floor of London. <laughs> they said, "Listen, London." America, baby! <laughs> Took a shit on them, right on the doorstep. Right on Love the it. Doorstep. Uh, they Leeds really did, United, honestly. Smack Chelsea three nil. I don't. I don't understand. I did not get to watch much well, of this well, game. It's funny, I did not. It's funny because I watched the first half of West Ham Brighton, and I was like, I come back and I go once the second half starts. I'm like, let's just go over to Leeds Chelsea. Hmm. I'm like. It's 2-0 Leeds? Yeah. What the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And, like, Leeds were the better team. They my, dad, were... my dad was watching. He said that Dan James was absolutely unplayable that first half. Am I surprised? His I'm... runs in behind nope. was just attacking that Chelsea back line and just they couldn't keep up with him kind of thing. He's actually... I said that to you, both of you, that Dan James could still be at Manchester. You went, no, he's not good enough for you. No, I don't like him. Dan James? Dan James is shite. He's uh, he's fast, but start for United tomorrow. Aside, aside from pace, no, he can't. No, he, if Dan James at United, he would start tomorrow. But he wouldn't uh, do anything. Aside from no. pace, he has no real end product. He, yeah, exactly. you tell me you wouldn't put him on the left wing and, and Sancho on the right wing. Uh, yeah, no, hundred percent not. Dan James would start tomorrow. No, against Trent. I, it people say I have run. bad. It take. depends, but is Trent I, running I behind because Trent's so. fucking playing right winger at this point? Yeah, exactly. No, absolutely not. Like he's not better again. Well, we we literally saw it. Like he got outplayed by an out of form Marcus Rashford. So how how, how is he going? I think Marcus Rashford. Rashford. I mean, I think United got while. good bit. Like what would you sell him for? Like thirty something. We got a good good chunk of money. I think it was thirty or something like that. But he the, went to Leeds. The scoring does get opened by an American, Brendan Ar- Aronson. Did anyone see the goals? I didn't see the. No, goals. I missed no. them. I missed. Most of them. Uh, Rodrigo scored the second goal. I know you were talking about Rodrigo having a good start to the season. Because yeah. he, when he came in, like, uh, for Leeds' first season when they got promoted, he was, like, their big money signing. And he yeah. was gonna supposed to really take the Premier League by storm. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't. He was shocking, honestly. But this under season, Jesse Marsh, he's having a great start. Four goals, one assist in three matches. He got 60% shot accuracy, 70% pass accuracy he's actually been involved in the build-up he's, play he's been well. fantastic and his partner well i mean i know he's on the wing but jack harrison has been he does score fantastic. the third goal to he make scored, it three nil and he's got like three assists as well already too like a big old jackie boy harrison let's see in the premier league he's got one goal and three assists you that are is correct like they're scoring goals and one of the problems conceded. we talked about leads they're not, they're not before. Conceding. They're not actually conceding oh. that too. Back line of leads was they left did. back was Pascal Struyek. Strike. Strike. And you got Diego Lorente. You got Robin Koch. Koch. Koch and Rasmus Christensen. And they're they're missed. They're still getting hit by injuries like Luke Ayling, yeah, Stuart Dallas. They're all injured. They have two, I think, very underrated CDMs in Tyler Adams and Mark Rocca. What a Rocha signing, is, Mark Rocca. Yeah. What a signing. Yeah. Who would have thought of him? They yeah. were. Well, not those are signings United should be making, but we'll talk about like, you. You buy him in two years for eighty-five million. Okay, like, because I didn't watch the first half, but I watched the second half. According to the commentators, Tyler Adams was just 
rocking the midfield. He's good. Like he, it was just absolutely rocking. I, I, I'm excited to see more of him in the prem. I, I think he, he can really become a very interesting player in the prem. Uh, American as well, uh, obviously. But I was scrolling through uh, Instagram <laughs> after and just this beautiful shot of Jesse, Jesse Marsh. Marsh just ripping a stoke. Actually, I think I that's like a, a cigar. No, so, I think that's a yoink. I think that's a little cigar. We're going to give it a better than the doubt. It's a cult cigar. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, uh, you said last year when Jesse Marsh was appointed, and you said this is a lose-lose situation for Jesse Marsh. I I, I said it's either it can, it can go one of, one of two ways. Either fucks it and gets relegated, and he'll be deemed the worst appointment ever, mm-hmm. and his career in terms of big club will be just over mm-hmm. or if you can keep him up he's got such high criticism high such high opinions against him that he has to finish in top 10 almost to win those leads fans over i've look at what's happening i've seen a lot of predictions a lot of people have leads very low mm-hmm. like they of course where they finished last year i've seen some have them relegated and but well, had them twice yeah true uh but they're right now they're proving people wrong they're doing great and we're say, three games in but i gotta say leads i think was exciting about leads is their bench joe gellhart he's a 20 year old english attacker mm-hmm. you got uh sam greenwood 20 year old english attacker and you got Luis Sinistera, a 23-year-old Colombian attacker. Sinistera is interesting. The, it is. is young. And Gellhart was good last season when he was making but his They debuts. have these players because they're injuries. But and that's the thing. Those players are going to push for first-team football because they're actually exciting and good players. Well, Patrick Bamford just keeps getting injured, which is sucks considering how yeah. good of a first season he had in the back in the Premier League. Yeah. So we'll see what happens yeah, with there's, him. There's, there's good talent on that. It's hard for him. It's bench. actually hard for him to get back into that lineup unless they put Rodrigo back into like midfield, which mm. I think they were doing with Bamford up front. But let's talk about Chelsea though. So that's two, uh, two results in a row. Not very good. For no, Chelsea. not at all. Well, the thing with the, the Spurs game, we talked about it, but they were the better team. They deserve yeah. to win that. Game. Sure. But they didn't, but they didn't like you said, but this game, they actually just ass, yeah, cheeks. Was that cheeks. was that Ed, David de Gea playing or Edward Mendy? I can't tell. They play like, similar to like, like. <laughs> the two-two draw versus Spurs. Chelsea, like I said, were dominant. They let Spurs back in. Yes, you can say refereeing, especially in that second goal from Spurs. Yeah, but, but Chelsea let Spurs back in that game. They should have shut up shop. They had the advantage, two-one. See it out. Defend well. Just. Just sit there. Stop. No. Arrette. Please. Fucking today, though. Cooler daddy. The fuck was he on, man? Yeah, he goes... Boy, okay, so he scores a banger against Fucking Spurs. Better than Didier. And then gets a red? I, I yeah. missed a red. I missed some parts of this game. I, I, he I got kinda... some granite jacket type shit, He got though. his first yellow in the ninth minute and the second yellow in the 84th I, I just don't minute. know why was he... Why would he even do that at that That point? tackle, the 84th minute... There was no well, need He was just trying it. to get away with it. Like, I mean, Gellhart's going forward on a 1-2, and he just, he just holds him back. Over. It's like, what's the point of it's that? Like, I don't know. But, but Why get a red card? You know you're on a yellow, or lack of judgment. Well, but... so, so that, that, that moves into now. The Chelsea back three today was Kula... Da- I keep saying Kula Daddy. It's Kula Bali, Thiago Silva, and Reese James was playing a center back. What? Uh, no, they were played. They played like a four back. Did they play I, a four I'm, back with Cucarella? 
Yeah, okay, Cucurella was left back. Cucurella. Mozzarella. Damn. I'm pretty sure they were like a four back. I, they they changed some things around. They have after, it here as a 3 5 2 with James as a center back, Cucurella as a left back. Unless he was. Wing. Unless Reese James. Maybe they changed it second half. I guess they could so have. So on the so. bench defensively, they have Trevor Chalaba. You got Aspilaqueta. Ben Chilwell. Is something... I guess technically Ethan Ampadu. Technically, I wouldn't really consider him a defender, but you know what? He's there. Is something wrong with Chalaba? I don't know. What does, what does he have to do to get a game? I love Chalaba. I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, I, I have seen some, like, sometimes he can get a little bit out of his head, but I, I think that's what you sometimes you especially need. From trying to get ahead of Koulibaly. You're not going to get ahead no, of Koulibaly. Sure. And then but, Thiago Silva is just a very yeah. experienced defender. But, I mean... You still like they're not going to play ninety minutes every single game, and Shalaba is still not. Well, well we not have uh, getting time, but league cup action coming up. Care about cup action? Yeah, there you go, there you go. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, what? I just got this hat. I'm sorry. Uh, Kylian Mbappe scored yeah. against Lille in eight seconds. Uh, the owner of PSG has scored a goal. Anyways, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep going here because. Oh. Hey, we're man. on we're on a good run here. We're on a good run. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to but Chelsea, this. So Koulibaly, Chelsea still is still missing a goal scorer. Hundred percent there. Hundred percent there. And you know what? I it sounds I was, like Pulisic is going to be. I was all good. Going to United, maybe. What up, son? I was so all good with Lukaku leaving. You Get know what the they should do? Pulisic just go to Leeds you... on loan. Why would they sell Timo Werner? Well, so, so, I mean, I think Timo Werner could do a job still. I like well, the thing Timo is, uh, there was a, I saw a Chelsea supporter on um, on TikTok, and he he was saying because he was responding to another TikToker. TikTok was like, "Oh, well, do do Chelsea supporters have a weird relationship with Timo Werner?" And the guy's like, "No, we actually like Timo Werner. He worked hard for the club, and he that's did. all, all mm -hmm. we asked for him is just Timo Werner worked hard for the club. He was important, especially in the Champions League." Uh, run. Yes. He scored a couple goals. He played made an important run in the final to lead to the goal. So Timo Werner was huge for Chelsea aside, but he just couldn't consistently score. He was he a Tuchel signing? No, I didn't think no, he no. But signing. the thing is, Timo Werner was still utilized well at Chelsea. He was still able to perform. Yeah. And like like I said, a lot of footballing fans only care if you work hard, you'll be praised. Yeah. Dyson Maeda, man, just likes to run. Yeah. Fuck, he likes to Lukaku, run. for example. Holy shit, that man. I've never seen a man run so much in my life. <laughs> Lukaku, as soon as things started getting difficult for him, he's like, I'm he gone. Gave up. He well, gave up. Look at Paul Pogba, man. Yeah. yeah. The, I, I, I will never. I was always a supporter and of now, Paul Pogba. Now, that's kind of the reason why I've been kind of anti-Ronaldo recently, because it does seem like because things are getting challenging at United, he's like, I, I'm out of here. I can't handle a challenge. But that's just me. He's got his own but, selfish personal yeah. reasons. But I'm then 37. Again, Lukaku, I was, I was watching him for Inter. He was playing very well for Inter. I don't know what's with him and Martinez, but it's they played very well together. It's not Martinez. It's Serie A. I don't know. No, it's man. It's Serie A. No, Serie A is fantastic. It's man. actually really interesting. I was watching it. You don't watch Serie A. I can see that Lukaku can put numbers up in the, the big fish in the small pond. Oh, he comes to the big boys I, league. He can't do shit. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I, I'm too... 100% believe that. Lukaku looks good in a weaker league. I don't There's know. There's more bigger clubs in the Serie than there are in the Prem. I'm sorry? Bigger clubs. Like I'm the sorry? big clubs. Are you talking about like Juve, AC Milan, Inter, Inter. Roma, Napoli? Okay. I mean, 
I think it's the same amount low. as Spur. I, I don't know. I think it's the same amount as the Premier League. But really, realistically, there's the big six. There's there's United, City, uh, Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal. Take United out of there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fulham, and Fulham, baby, and, biggest club in London. Thing is, all those teams that you named in uh, the city are better than Leicester. Leicester and Leicester, Leicester this year, but Leicester, Leicester is considered a big club. Are they bigger than Newcastle? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I, I, I not money wise. Interesting I, comparison. I think, I genuinely think Lukaku looks good in the weaker league. It's not a weaker league. Of course, it's a weaker league. I mean, it, last it, time, it, where's also a city yacht club won the Champions League? In a sense, it is, but it's not like a giant margin. You know, it's yeah. you know, but like yeah, sorry, I, I, it is. But still, that that's fair. Lukaku, I, I, for how good he is, should be able to compete. And he did with West Brom at one point. Everton, he played well for United in this, the first year. But for whatever reason, I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna fully blame Lukaku because yeah. the Chelsea number nine spot is just it's cursed. cursed. It's yeah. cursed. A lot. I, I mean, the last player who played well for Chelsea as, as a strike was Diego Costa. Yeah, was. I'm pretty but sure, but that was only for like a year. Uh, two, I think it was two, two years. But still, he he won them titles, and that's what mattered. Uh, Leeds are up to third in the Premier League. They are tied with Man City on points, but they are behind on two goals of worth of goal difference. Uh, Chelsea, they are mid-table in 12th for points. They're negative two goal difference. They only scored three goals all season. And are we writing Chelsea off? Of course not. No, it's no. like, it's Fuck still Liverpool early on. They have a new owner. It, whole bunch of crap going on with that United. club. They're still trying to make some signings. Uh, so it looks like Fofana will be coming in. Though. These were not last though. Not United's last. not last anymore. I just looked at that. We went up the table. Yeah! yeah United 19, went up the table. 19, 19. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that, that is, team. We'll move Anyways, on to that right well, now because... I'm, Fofana. So Fofana. Wesley Fofana. That's, yeah. That would be a great signing for Chelsea. Let's, let's it's just a lot question mark. And if you get that done right now, Fofana will start I, I would for Chelsea rather, next week. Uh, let, yeah. Let's save United for a little bit later. We're, we're not we're, talking we're about United. United. Okay, I thought you guys wanted to move on. No, no, West Ham Brighton. West Ham Brighton was today. Okay. We're going for the Sunday team under us, hey, buddy? Yeah, we got to go to that team because they... Um... They've had a rough start to the season. Zero points. They haven't scored a goal yet all year. That's that's shocking. That I'm shocked shocking. by that, to be honest. Well, uh, no. Not in the Premier League. They, they, they won their Conference yes. League qualifier. 2-0 uh... defeat to Man City. 1-0 defeat to uh, Nottingham Forest. And a 2-0 defeat to, Bright to Brighton. But, but like you so, were saying, somebody I think it was you. It might have been you. But somebody was mentioning on the stream of now Declan Rice is kind of showing his true colors. I said that. Liam said yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I don't think Declan Rice was ever that good. No, I, especially not at the price tag that they're no. trying to get. Like, I understand the... Oh, He's he's one of our boys, but it's just it, 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 you see the play. You're not that much. You're a worse club from last year. I mean, last year you were a fun club to watch. Now, so I said the biggest thing that the West Ham needed to do it if they wanted to be keeping themselves in that top seven, top eight discussion was to sign of a really good goal scorer to not not challenge Antonio, but to take top spot and Antonio will be backup. Mm -hmm. They got. Skamaka, yeah. who had a good Serie A season, but he's not going to be a Premier League. He's not, and I'm not saying you're going to go and fucking sign Erling Holland. That's not realistic. But there's good goal scorers out there that I think they maybe could have got someone better. Ben Burge and Diaz, maybe. Icardi. Oh. Icardi, hey, you want to come play in London for a couple seasons? Yeah, I West say. Ham. It's a I mean, big West London Ham, club they got, they in, in Europe. They got a nice stadium. It's, a, it's not the hardest sell in the world. Yeah. <sighs> 
But they all, you know the side that they, they did get Maxwell Cornet from Burn, from Burnley, which I thought was a good pickup. I love Cornet. Yeah, but, but you look you look at their their. I mean, it's the same team as last year. And Jared, Jared Bowen is not the Jared he, Bowen of last year because Jared Bowen last year was just in a purple patch the entire season. He's had a good season. That simple. Connor Gallagher. West Ham. No, you can't really blame him for losing to Man City. It, Man City's yeah. Man City, but a team that they should be competing against in Newcastle did just have a good result against them so but and noise is going to be on the hot and brighton is very good right now so losing that game is to talk about brighton yeah i mean goals uh but to lose to nottingham forest is is the team you can't lose to goals came from McAllister through a penalty at 22nd minute and leonardo trossard is 66th minute like brighton um but you know rangers are playing very good football right now it's system because you Graham look at these, Potter you, know, has you look at these players. You got Danny Welbeck up top. You got Lalana. Yeah, and he's Pascal looking Gross. sick. He signed a new deal, who, new contract. Who, who did? Yeah, Welbeck. I I saw another TikTok. I was a Brian TikTok actually. They're like, oh, we might have lost Kukurea and Basuma, but what really matters is Graham Potter's at the club. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like that's a hundred million worth of players just between those two right yeah. there. And and they look at them. Yeah, they're still, still fantastic. Yeah, I, I, look, I look at yeah. I was gonna move on. I, I look at this. I look at the starting eleven from Brighton and. I don't think you miss Kukarea there. You got Trossard was playing on that left wing kind of position. Trossard, um, McAllister, yeah. uh, and Caicedo. They're all they're Caicedo all... is is. Did you imagine with all this hype that Graham Potter's getting? Carlo Ancelotti retires from Madrid. <laughs> Graham uh... Potter to Madrid. What? That means... Where did you get that from? <laughs> Such a good manager, right? Like. If... <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone at Real Madrid has ever heard of the words Graham. Who is that? Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> but no. Turn but, him to the Galact. But Caicedo, twenty year old, he's having a great season so far. He's yeah. he's he's been he's been so good that midfield. They don't. That is the next big talent. Bra- Brian's just been good because their result yeah. their results have been two 0 against West Ham. Um, their first game. Then they drew. Crystal Palace, right? Yeah. Uh, Brighton. So Brighton's first game is a two-one victory over Manchester United. Yeah, of course. Then they is... drew Newcastle nil-nil. Oh, Newcastle, sorry, oh, two-nil yes. over West Ham. Yeah, not not. Uh, I've always enjoyed you know Brighton. It's a tough start to their season though, because next up they got Leeds. Now after that, they play Fulham. That was a tough first five games, and they've so far gone positive results over half their games. That's a good start I to your season. I yeah. love Alexis McAllister. The Argentine Scott. Yeah, it makes no He's, sense. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's literally like Ben Burr to you guys. Yeah. Imagine he actually has a good season out here with Brighton, goes to the World Cup, yeah, wins it. With Argentina. Yeah. Like, that'd be, that'd be scenes. McAllister with the World Cup brings I, it back to Scotland. I, I don't think Robert we'll Sanchez, see. And, and the, the Brighton goalie, should be your next goalkeeper at United. That's what you're good. Score. You're very good. Yeah. And we've been, that's what I was talking about in the stream today is it's so weird because a lot of players right now are playing to try and get into yeah. that World Cup squad. Yeah. yeah. It's... Fun fact in the Premier League, West Ham has never beaten Brighton. Ooh, Brighton has five wins and they've drawn six. Interesting. Huh. Um, I feel like when it comes to Brighton, I'm really excited to see their future. But I'm concerned that it's going to wane and everybody's going to forget about it. I mean, if Brighton can finish mid-table, they will be happy with that. Yeah. Last season, where did they finish last season? Brighton? 
Yeah. Uh, they were eighth or no, ninth? They were like mid-table. Yeah. Was it fair enough? Then? No, uh, they were on the higher end of the mid-table. Fair enough, then, because I know they had a good season last year, but you never think of Brighton. No, yeah, like, I mean, I ha- I for two years in a row, I had like Brighton and like get getting relegated and then down, really yeah. low, and I'm just like, they just keep proving me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, that, that's yeah. mid table. So if they if they yeah, can finish yeah. ninth or eighth again, man, they'll be happy with that. Yeah. Think about those clubs that, the, that are beating out for that that top well, half we, of the table. West club. Ham, good result. Newcastle, maybe wanted a little bit better, but they deserve better. They were actually the be- way better team that game. They should have won that game because Nick. Nick Pope. Pope. Nick Pope. <laughs> Actually was there. Would you like to talk next about the best game on Saturday? Or would you like to talk about the future Premier League winners? Arsenal, the future Premier League winners. Let's, well, let's go to the that, future that, Premier League winners. Arsenal, baby. Nice. Um, Arteta's magic working, even though it was Bournemouth, who were complete shite. Oh, Bournemouth are bad. Oh, my God. That's like, I, know, I still love you, Scotty. Look, I know United's <laughs> pretty bad right now, but Bournemouth have been shocking. You know, They're you, above you. You, you. you talk about teams have come. Look, look. They beat a team. Yeah, but look. Forest. Hey, enough. Look. Forest. <laughs> Fulham, they come to the Premier like, we're here. We belong here. Bournemouth, like, you know what? Let's just go back down. Bournemouth, Bournemouth spent... have, a, have a win. They're like 14. I don't They're... give a shit. They look crap. Bournemouth has spent 25 million. Are you sure? They, they've actually scored? Because every time I've seen them play, they're... Wait, they too... are above you. They won. They beat Villa 2-0. They... In opening day, don't you remember? You were watching that game. <laughs> you literally were talking about, like, wow, Villa is We are. They're having smack. I mean, that's a tough run of games, yeah, though, yeah, for, for Bournemouth. Man City, Arsenal, next play Liverpool. That's a tough run of games for Bournemouth. That is a rough. They're actually above Liverpool right now, though. Because Bournemouth, was it Bournemouth? Oh, no, Fulham won the the, the championship last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, Bournemouth Bournemouth runner-ups. That's right, that's right. Maybe maybe I'm a little harsh on them, but... I don't think Bournemouth are great. I think Bournemouth will go down. But they haven't spent the money like Fulham and Forest. Nottingham Forest has spent like a hundred and... Yeah, 15 million and they're still getting more like and I, they're good signings they're still yeah. they're, tra- they're trying White, to get too. too much money for him but yeah that was a lot there's um it's a good signing though there's teams actually like you were just saying for ben Burton diaz which is he had a really good start at the championship but he dropped off. he got yeah, injuries yeah, yeah, and then he dropped off so but how do you do in the prem for a team like that help out a little because bournemouth the, his issue as well. Dominic Solanke is injured. Now. Yes, he hasn't yeah. yes. been playing, so he is my one to watch. He's your one to the watch. The thing with Bournemouth is their strikers are just. It's like having Nicholas Sula up there. They're both over six well, foot four. Solanke is actually, actually liked, quick. I actually yeah, liked Kiefer Moore. Kiefer Moore is doing. Are what you he could. kidding me? I like. He's him, doing actually. what he can. He like, has, I thought liked. I because after watching that. Was what horrendous. What I mean, yesterday. he has no support. No, he doesn't, because, it doesn't even matter because, because Scott Parker, especially when he does this, Fulham will when he was with Fulham and now Bournemouth in the Prem, it's sit back, it's Parker right. Ball sit back, right? And they don't do anything, but Marco, he has no uh, speed. About this, no, he has no speed, no, 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 not at all. No, I thought his touch was actually half decent. Uh, no, absolutely not. Sorry, I did interrupt you there. No, I'm just saying that's what they do. So, and then a team like Arsenal, they're just gonna pounce on them. I'm surprised yeah. it was only three. Now. So on the bench for Sorry. for Bournemouth, attacking uh, changes they could have made. They had Jamal Lowe, 28 year old Jamaican. You have Ryan Christie, who is better at kicking field goal field goals than he is at scoring goals. 
Interesting. Okay. Uh, you got Jaden Anthony, twenty-two-year-old English attacker. You got Sarike Dembele. I mean, he was Ar he was with Arsenal's youth academy for like ten who years. Jaden Anthony. Oh, was he? So that's why it was in he came on. Do and you know who Sarike Dembele is? Yeah. Karamoko Dembele's brother. I know. Really? Yeah, we were is. trying to get him before really, too. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, Bournemouth made a lot of those signings last year for the championship, and a lot of those guys Not good enough. are like they're good championship players. Mm -hmm. But can they do in the prem? And it's seeming like I don't think so. They didn't bring in enough to help Jefferson, support them. Jefferson Larma's had an awful start to the yeah. season too. Like, but you know who had a very good game? Martin Udegaard. Yeah, let's yes, talk about Arsenal. Right. Because... Martin Odegaard scores two goals uh, within well, the, the fifth minute. And the Fred has Odegaard minute. in FPL. That's yeah. why he's going <laughs> yeah. nuts if you can watch that. Um, 16, clean 16 points for my FPL club. The goal of the game, though, was big man William Saliba. Oh, what All a right. finish, son. He's bangers. Brilliant. Straight I love I love Sinchenko's reaction to that goal. Yeah. yeah so he's like... like <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I saw the goal go, and I didn't know it was Saliba who shot him. Oh, it's my, my must have been Odegaard. Oh, fuck, it's Saliba. Yeah, that was a great the finish. best part, too, is like for the last 10 minutes of the first half, the entire crowd, basic, well, the, all the Arsenal yes. fans were all just going, uh, they were doing na 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 and the Saliba! Oh, I love that. I love that. It's such that. a great For chance. For a good 10 minutes. And then in the second half, you scored. I was like, you know let's what? go. I'm going to be honest. Arsenal fans deserve this right now. They deserve yeah. it. They've they, they went through a rough... A couple of transition but periods. We could talk about Arsenal. the all or nothing because you could see the game plan in that all or nothing. He wanted yeah. to get rid of the old Arsenal, the... The bombing had to go. Lacazette yeah, I need to, had I to, need to still watch this, actually. You haven't, you haven't watched, watched it? Yet? No, no. Very I haven't watched yeah. the, I've seen I haven't clips of it. the it's last good. few yeah. episodes. And honestly, Mikel Arteta, I got a soft spot for Mikel Arteta now. Yeah. I, I always call him the B-Tech one be pep. You know what? The guy's got, he's got a good vibe. <laughs> no, to no, him. the B-Tech pep right now is Ten Hawk. Let's be honest. No, it's not. <laughs> it actually it's is, what I it think. Looks like, yeah. I think they're, they're, they've got both similarities to their, their managing styles. Don't call him B-Tech, though. Why? Because this man doesn't deserve a B. He's bottom. Second bottom. He's second bottom. He's second bottom. Okay, it's because they haven't played yet. That's why. S, S, <laughs> S tier. Wait till they get Anthony. Oh, yeah. Let's go. S tier is good. Let's see what yeah. Casemiro can do for United. But anyway, what even it still that? needs to go. How Gabriel Jesus, man. Literally, oh. instantly, just goes past like five players. I swear to God. It makes a great pass to Odegaard, and Odegaard scores. But it's how like, exciting is this front four? Maybe, or not, not to Odegaard. Some, he passed it to someone. Martinelli, Odegaard. Martinelli, Odegaard, Saka, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. How it's, exciting and dynamic and quick it, and hardworking is that, that front four? You know what's crazy? Like, Smith Rowe is not a part of that. Yeah. They have Smith Rowe, who I I really like, on the bench as well. Martinelli's one of my favorite players. Well, you know, you gotta, right now. He works hard. You, got, and you have a decent venture. You got Lakonga. All right, you got... Uh, El Nani, you got Rob Holding, you got Fabio Vieira, who we haven't seen yet play for. He Arsenal. came back from it. He just yes. was injured. His Kieran Tierney was on the bench. Eddie and Kedia, Smith Rowe, uh, Tomiyasu. My the one thing I find weird is Ben White playing right back. I mean, it's okay, working, okay. but it's, I, I find it a little. I, I don't know, man. I don't think that's too big of a deal. I think it's like a thing you might be if you're playing fucking FIFA. You're like, oh, why is there a center back at right back? But I think in, in actual football, it's okay. I, I see. I, Saka comes back and helps out a lot yes, too, does, yeah. which helps that. So, and then Zinchenko pushes into the yeah. midfield a lot. So Greg, then they're kind of just Greg, playing like a three back. Here's a question: Would you rather have Ben White at left back or Luke Shaw? 
Well, ben White's playing right back. Yeah, I but. mean, just in the in, the, in that scenario. Would you rather have uh, Ben White as a what, fullback? What Luke Shaw? Are we talking England? England? Luke right now, right now, Euros? right now. We're not talking about what happened two years ago. We're talking about right now. <laughs> Scoring in the Euros Probably final. Ben yeah. Well, Ben White's. Good. Peak He's of very Luke good. Shaw's career, holy shit! I forgot about that. The peak of Luke Shaw's career, scoring in the Euro final, yeah. then it just it literally in the first minute too, yeah. and yeah. then after that it was just like cool. Thanks for showing up. Let's go, let's go, Greggy. It's your time, baby. Oh boy, Fulham, baby. Full force. Three, full force, two, full. victory over Brentford. One of the biggest local derbies you will have. Those two clubs fucking yeah. hate each other. <laughs> that was, was a good. It was great. It was good job. Thank you. Brentford's a great team. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, there's only one man that can score goals for you. Mitro. You mean the other two goal scorers that also scored? Oh, Mitro! Bobby, we scored. What, what was, it was like It was 15, oh, 20 Reed. seconds in or something. It was very early Bobby on. Decker, Tim, Reed. Reed. Tim Reed scored? No. Oh, the fuck did you hear Tim Reed? Oh, no matter. Even a name. Tim Reem is a name. I got mixed up. Bobby. Bobby de Cordova Reed, the Jamaican, the Wagwan. The first Wagwan that was brought into the yard. Gay Stansfield hit the crossbar for his... He almost scored on his like, Premier League full yeah. debut, and uh, I would have liked that. But Mbabu came in, looked fantastic, or did and made something happen. Jopalina, he's been Pereira, insane. Pereira, I I was telling Brett like I was very impressed with Pereira that game. He really drove the play that game, and he I didn't like him the first two games, but he was good then. He's the preseason Messi. Yeah. <laughs> Brett. Of you put on the AC Milan Atalanta game? Oh, yes, I can. But yes, um, <laughs> I still think your starting eleven needs work. Well, we're are, we have Harry Wilson and Manor Solomon both out coming injured. back. Yeah, no, they're out for till like the World Cup. Like That's they're not good. They're very because Solomon was your big signing this summer. Yeah, uh, he because he came on loan, but he very promising. He came on for a little quick. Uh, stint against Liverpool and he looked good but yeah. unfortunately he injured himself in a friendly a closed door friendly like right Benji. after which Aww. I was like All right, you, you, you do have Mbappé on the bench to, uh, in the game, that game against Brentford you had yeah. Nathaniel Chalaba you have Tom Kearney you had Shane Duffy Issa Diop Diop Diop's a signing he's, it's a good signing we'll see what he can do once we get some bit more training sessions into him and Get him, Marco. I trust Marco Silva. If he he's playing Tim Ream, I trust him because you know what, Tim Ream. Thirty four. The fans, we all love him, and Ream. Do you actually love Tim Ream? I do. Actually... He's he's got like four hundred appearances for Fulham. Like fair enough. We you gotta love him. I think it's like that many. Stansfield. I I, I actually was. I actually like Jay Stansfield. I like what he was doing. He I'm, was working hard. Yeah. We just sent, we need a backup, because right now, Stansfield is our backup striker, because yes. Muniz went, just went on loan to Middlesbrough now. So, we, we're trying to bring, bring in a striker still, and we're still trying to bring in two wingers and another center back still. Like, and the window is And you shutting. have money. You know that Fulham have the money to do so. They just have to do it. Yeah. dub uh, But, for Brentford, of course, the big thing is, is Mitrovic, though. He yeah. comes up clutch, scores another goal. He equaled his goal scoring tally yeah. for the Premier League for two years ago yeah. in three games. Oh yes, I did know that. Yeah. He yeah, played yeah, like yeah. twenty two games and scored three goals. And that's because Parker Ball. Parker Ball just mm. didn't suit and I, it, Marco it's Silva good that knows how to get plays attacking football because you have attacking players. And that's what Marco Silva wants to play and so do Brentford. That's why that game yes. was actually exciting. Both yes. those teams want to just go at it. And if, if this is a like you said it's a big derby for us, and 
it's the first time they played each other in the top flight. So, Fulham are in seventh, five points. Brentford are eighth on four points. So that was really tight there. Will either of those clubs be around that position at the end of the year? Probably not. What do you mean we're fighting for Europe? Probably not. <laughs> but um, this is a good start, though. For football. you got you got five points already. Oh, I'm pretty sure we lost like our first four or five games like, like, like in a like, row. Like, when like, we you know, first... If you can, if you can get, if you can keep the fact that we got our first win already, I'm yeah, very you're, happy. You're like... cruising. You're not. You're not. You're not them. Oh, we got Arsenal. We were just talking about, it, but we got yeah. Arsenal next week, and that's a big test. So, um, what we can do. Let's talk about Crystal Palace, Aston Villa. It's not good at Aston Villa. Well, it started off well, that game for Villa. It did. It did. Oh, uh, scoring was opened by Ollie Watkins five minutes in. Yeah. And then it fell apart very quickly because seven minutes in was Wilfred Zaha scoring. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Shub did score as well in the 26th minute, but was taken away from VAR. Uh, Zaha missed a penalty in the second half, 58th minute, but then he followed up and scored the rebound. So Yeah, and Brett was talking about how uh, making a little mockery with Shit, Emmy Martinez. Yeah. yeah, well, that was what I was going to bring up, too, is the, uh, the thing is, especially with Emmy Martinez, it, obviously, I love when he plays it up. I love when he, he gets into somebody's face. I, I love that type of stuff. But if you're going to dish it, you have to be able to take it. So when Zaha scored and comes into your face and starts talking a whole bunch of shit to you, you don't get to then act like a child and act like you're you're the one who's getting bullied when you're the one who initiated it. If you're going to start acting like a big tough guy, I understand you're not going to make every save on a penalty. That uh, you're not, you're just not. But and especially with Zaha, who's such a, a characteristic type guy, he's really over the top sometimes and, and stuff like that. You have to expect that. And, and for him to just kind of lose his cool like that, especially for somebody who loves doing something like that, I wasn't a big fan of seeing, seeing that. From I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. 
A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Man, I don't know. But goalkeepers, I think, when you look at Martinez, that you said, and, and I'm going to bring Ramsdale into, I think Ramsdale's the biggest shithouse goalkeeper. Ederson a little bit as well. They, they like to give it, but they don't always like to take it, you know, and, and yeah. you see players, you know, which I get the fire, like the fire yeah, under yeah. you. I get, I understand the competitive fire, and and obviously, no, you shouldn't sit there and just take it like, oh yeah, you beat me. <laughs> yeah. But like pushing and and really getting into it, just like it, it's over the top. It's not what you. you, you I, I want to see a little flair. I love the Conte, uh, uh, um, Tuchel stuff. I love that, but. It, 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 I don't like it when you're a hypocrite, essentially, really. But that's that's where I sit with that. But so, so yeah, of course, Zaha missed a penalty. Then gets just the easy tap in. So yeah, they're, they're up two one. And then... Oh yes, that is what happened. So yeah, there you go. He did save it, and yet he's still. So I that that's the thing. I don't get it. I don't get why he's really forcing that when he did make the save. I forgot he even made the save, and it was off the rebound. Like. Yeah. Uh, it just, it, it makes no sense. You literally won. You won the battle. Like, I don't get, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, they didn't win, but I mean the one-on-one. The, the third battle. goal was from Jean Mateta. Mateta? I don't fucking know. Like, Mateta. It was a good Mateta. Finish. But let's talk about Steven Gerrard. Okay. First, he gets sacked. Aston Villa. Between him and Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Which uh, we'll I get mean, to David Moyes as well could be there. Aston Villa are 13th. They are three points, uh, three goals scored, six against. And the thing that, that upsets me the most is... We're only, uh, we're only was, three games their, in. Their, their games were against Bournemouth and Everton. Everton's the team that they beat, but Everton was a team that, you know, so low last season. Next Everton's up, got have, a lot of question marks yes, right now. Next up, they got West Ham. Both those clubs need a victory. And they got Arsenal after that, so... Not the easiest of starts to life in the Premier League for, for, for Steven Gerrard this season. Could he be gone? But Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I, I think they'll give him a bit of time, but if the, if the results keep coming bad, it's going to be a quick thought. Because they, they, they actually backed him. They spent money. They brought in signings. They signed Philip Coutinho, for God's sakes. Yes, he's old, but he's still Coutinho. But, you know? and, but the thing is, is that Coutinho looks good. <laughs> Like, every yeah. time you see Coutinho play, he's doing something proper. Unfortunately, and, Diego Carlos got a big injury, which, yeah, which sucks. That um, is... I'm trying to find this, this tweet here, because... Coutinho's it, 30. Yeah. Yes, I knew that. I don't think that's, that's old. That's why he says he's old and says he's shit, because anybody over 29, pff, well, Liam he's thinks shit. he's done. No shit. That's all you say, dog. Coutinho's not shit. Coutinho is like a fine wine. My opinion... A, like, a player is not really old until he hits like 35. I think there's a lot of footballers nowadays, especially, have a lot of um, gas in the tank around it depends 30. On, depends who. And I, I think that completely comes down also to like injuries and health of the player. Yeah. Um, that's why you see like Ronaldo, you get, he's always been successful. I mean, it's Cristiano fucking Ronaldo. Let's talk. Yeah, he's starting 11 for Aston Villa. 
and let's talk about who you think could be upgraded or changed. Manny Cash, Konza, Tyrone Mings, and Luca Digne. I think Tyrone Mings is Mingan. He's shit. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, midfield, they had McGinn. Um, they got Bubakar Kamara, and they had Jacob Ramsey. I like Jacob Ramsey. I do too. It's just not clicking. Something's not clicking Up for them. Because I uh, like their team. It was Buendia, Watkins, and Leon the Wagwan Bailey. Leon Bailey had a great hit. And fortunately, it hit the crossbar, I know. but Danny Ings. He came on for Bailey. Danny Ings scored a great goal against... I, I liked Villa's was it, team. Was it Danny Ings? Yeah, um, oh. yeah, he scored. So, uh, I just found it here. Steven Gerrard has won just three... Of his last fifteen Premier yeah. League games, yeah, because they 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 ended very yeah. poorly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. last season so they finished fourteenth or fourteenth, I think. And yeah. it's like for on them the bench, that was low. On the bench, they had marvelous Nakamba, Ashley Young, Philip Coutinho, Douglas Louise, Danny Ings, Callum Chambers, Robin Olsen, and Ludwig Augustinsson. But like that's the thing. That's a nice, the bench. good bench. <laughs> yeah. They backed him. They gave him a good team. That's, yeah, and that's missing someone like. Diego Carlos. Yeah, they they Massive. they backed. They said we're going to give you the money you need. They're going to give you the players you need. It's some, Why and, is it and, not going together? Is, is it, it the ju- coach now? It has to be. It has. And, and, is it just not? I, are the player? Is it just not clicking? Is I saw. I we're saw early was, on, so we could. Yeah. I saw a thing. It was like Steven Gerrard looks good in Scotland because it's a two horse race, and I get that. I completely agree. Where if he finished third in Scotland, that would be a fucking monumental disaster class kind of thing. But they won, right? They did win. And yeah. I feel like he did it well to move the club forward, to bring in young players, to to, 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 to get rid of the old dead wood that they had. He has the team at Villa. He doesn't have to do that work. It's just yeah. put pen to paper now and finish the job kind of thing. And yeah. sometimes he just can't seem to get that right right now. But. No. Let's move it on. United Liverpool? Not there yet. Why? We're still on Saturday. I barely watch these matches. But the people behind the camera and in their earbuds may have. They may have. You you remember uh, there's stuff outside of these four walls? Outside of, outside of yourself? Because <laughs> we got another one because we're talking about Leicester. Or, uh, Leicester, yes. Southampton. I was going to move we're on to Leicester lose again 2-1 to Southampton. Jay Adams scoring both goals. The man hasn't scored since February. Now he scored two nice goals on February. I have caught came off the bench too and did that. I've caught heat for my take about Lester. Lester getting relegated. But you mentioned it in that clip. There, there's no appeal to play for Leicester anymore. No. The magic isn't there. Casper Schmeichel is gone. Their entire core is going They're to be gone. They're not in Europe anymore. Yeah. So but people it, might, once those, like, for example, Tielemans and we'll Fofana, go. who we'll debatably their highest valued players are, were both, Fofana was out of the match yeah. squad completely. Yep. Tielemans came off the bench and probably was not at that interest. Mm-hmm. Fair, I actually did watch this game a little bit. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but you're right. Fofana will want to go. Tillmans will want to go. James Madison, Madison could be gone anytime. Newcastle seemed very interested. Uh, Jamie Vardy's 34. He, he signed, signed a, he new, signed a new, contract. new contract. Yeah, there you go. But like um, uh, Matt said, um, his Red Bull addiction will start to. Well, thing is, he'll sign a new contract, but he's already being pushed out. He's not the number one striker at, 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 at Leicester. Is Ian Acho going to stay? No. 
Kalechi Iheanacho would, is a very good striker, and he will be in the future. Very good is. He will, not right now. Hold sorry. on, hold on. Not hold right on. now. No, no, no. I did misspeak, but he will be in the future. He's still young. Um, I think he's good. He is like 25, I'm pretty sure. Really? He's been around for a while. He's not that young. He's been. I was gonna say. I don't think Kalechi I Iheanacho. He was like 22. I don't think he's becoming a sorry. I think Kalechi Iheanacho. Oh, okay, this is his peak. Yeah, I don't talking, think so. he's gonna be much better. We're talking about old. We got freaking Gary Medell in this game against Bologna versus Verona. We're watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but they, they I signed. Didn't know they, he was that they signed Patson Daka, who's gonna be another Daka, attacking that's option. But the thing is, he's 23. He wasn't great the first season. He's not starting now. You look. You look at this as starting eleven for 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 well, Leicester. Like someone like Harvey Barnes, it's just not doing yeah. what he did yeah. in that season. He came so in. They got Danny Ward in goal, downgrade from from Schmeichel. You know, James Justin, Johnny Evans, who's thirty four. You got a Marty, so who was a midfielder, never a center center back. He's yeah. a midfielder. Soyuncu's looked trash yeah. since the Euros. And you got Timothy Castagna right back. Then you got Indeedy in the midfield. It was still okay. Yep. And you got, they said, Harvey Barnes, underperforming. You got Kieran Drewsbury Hall. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 23. I don't think he's that great. You got James Madison, who scored a goal. He's the best player ever, that, that Leicester have, I think. Maybe Tillman's. Then you got uh, Iosi Perez, who has never been sensational. No. He's been good. And you got Jamie Vardy up top, who is old. He's 35. Old and he's not doing what he... And then you say off the bench, you got Ian Nacho, you got Soyuncu, you got All Brighton, you got another Mendy. Holy shit. Yeah. You got Luke Thomas, Pat Sindaka, Dennis Pryor, and Yuri Tillmans. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, it's it, a good squad. It's not a great But they're not good. a top six squad. But not if they lose like Fofana, Tillmans, Madison. And that's not a top thing. six club. No. They're a good club with the core that they have now. They're not going to have that core in two, three years. Like we said, Tielemann's gone. Kasper Schmeichel is already gone, which is, really should be the signaling of the beginning of the end for that club. Uh, 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 Madison will be gone at some point. Vardy's oldest tits. Like, it, it just, it, the, it doesn't make sense. Wesley Fofana is going to be gone. I just, uh, the appeal the isn't there to play anymore. The, the, the club just seems to stick around with, with Brendan Rodgers, which, I, I mean, I guess fair enough. But, I mean, with the way that you guys are kind of waffling recently, I just, I, I don't get it. And especially with how often he was in other teams' mouths when they were looking for other coaches. Like, it just, I don't know. It, it, it just, it doesn't seem like it's in a good spot yeah. for Lester right now, and there just isn't really a, a reason to be excited for them. I was very shocked, actually, when Casper Schmeichel left. I was yeah. like, to me, like... that says there was something happening. Yeah, because I've seen with Brendan Rodgers personally when Musa Dembele left the club, how much he hated Brendan Rodgers, and when she said, "This man lied to my face," oh, we're gonna secure a move for you. Don't worry. When this amount of money comes in, we'll accept it. You can go. And that offer came in multiple times, mm -hmm. and it was rejected, rejected, rejected. Oh, oh, next time. Oh, next one. Oh, next one. So there came to a point where Dembele went, well, I'm not going to fucking play for you. You're lying to me directly. Could Kasper Schmeichel be in a situation where he was lied to or where he felt the club was stagnant and just not going to go anywhere? Who knows? And that's the thing. Because that was your captain. Yeah. He'd been there for was that, 11 seasons? Yeah. That's not it, like... It kind of just came out of 
for one Nowhere. million. Yeah, yeah, it came. I know he's a thirty-five-year-old goalkeeper, but for a million pound, fucking hell, come to Celtic. And Joe of course, you be best friends. They're not, and Leicester can't buy unless they sell. sell. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly, right? And who are they going to buy and who are they going to try and bring in yeah. if you're sitting there going, here's our club, and there's no Telemans, Fafana. If they all leave. I mean, you get Madison. lots of money for those players. Sure. But yeah. who do you can you bring in? Yeah, you can't get better than them. You cannot go out and sign a better player than James Madison right now. And not to last year. Uh, I mean, you could, but yes. I'd... Not to last year. Yeah. I... yeah. But like, even look at the goalkeeper. Ward is... Such a downgrade, and he yeah. was bad. He's such yesterday. a downgrade, and 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 there was there seemed to be no plan in place. Yeah. And because you they, know, like losing they, to Southampton, Southampton is the team but, like is that is probably going to be in a, a relegation. They yeah. are in a, they will be in a relegation probably likely. So, like, what a downgrade that that is to. How I, long does Bren Rogers get? Have that was the trick play. That's Sorry, the eight, that was the trick seconds. play. That trick play was first done. I want to say it was by Bournemouth really? in the championship playoff. You know, they did this trick play. And that this PSG just doing. I just watched a TikTok about that. Yeah. Uh, be, you know who did it? It was Bournemouth against Yes, it was, exactly. That's exactly what it was. We, we watched that game. Yeah. Bor- Don't you remember? Yes. I went, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I went in, like, changed the thing. And you're like, Bournemouth's a score. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Bournemouth, that was Bournemouth's trick play. Now other teams are trying to do it. And that was it right there. Oh, done right. We're watching. Uh, we're done with the Mbappe goal against Lila. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Fubo scored. has, like, all the sports. Because, um,. Another team did it recently. I forget where. Yeah. But the, and they like tweeted out saying "Thank you, Bournemouth," and they yeah. showed like both. Goals. Real Madrid really? did it in one of their games. Yeah. It didn't work, it, it, but they did it. Yeah, they did. I saw that. It was it was in the Champions League final. It might have been. Yeah. 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 Like, it's, it's actually a good little set play. But yeah. anyways. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Back to Prem. Southampton's gonna be in a relegation battle, but Che Adams scored two goals, which is more than I can say about his past forever. Now, now I think it is it time for United Liverpool. Sure, because you know, this is quickly taught up. Everton won one versus Nottingham Forest. That's just it's a good point for Forest, let's say. Uh, and bad Tottenham, lo- bad loss of two points for yeah, Everton. Yeah, and Tottenham one nil over Wolves. A Harry Kane penalty there. He is the um, top goal scorer for a club now in the Premier League mm-hmm. for a single club. So, but yes. congratulations to Harry Kane. Let's talk. How did guy Manchester United? It's not. Why not? I'm confident against Liverpool. No, you're not. Casemiro's not playing. Doesn't matter. I'm still confident. I think the team will be hungry to get a result against Liverpool. I think this is after these. I th- if, I think yeah. no. I kind of agree to where this is a time you want yeah. to play Liverpool. If they ever... don't have their main striker right now. Mm-hmm. They're really injury heavy right now. Yeah, yeah they, they can take advantage of Liverpool. As if well, you're ever going to get a point Liverpool. off of Liverpool or get something it's off right of Liverpool, now. it's right now. This is your but time. But at the same time. Don't for a second think Liverpool have not spent the last entire week going, guys. Wake the fuck up. Yeah. Well, so that's the same thing with United, right? Like they have yeah, a, but, they have a point to prove. Mohamed Salah can wake up a lot more than Jaden Sancho. Well, I was going to say know. more about like fucking. Rashford. I know, I know, the, I know, <laughs> I know. Odds are higher that, but I, I don't know. I, I have a weird feeling about United going to this match, and all, I, the only annoying part is probably going to be. I'm I'm interested to see how many fans will be at Old Trafford because of the whole Glazers out moving going on It'll right now. They're, they're saying how 
Oh, not by don't, United don't, fans. Don't feel old trapper. Don't go, because the Glazers, not like fucking, oh, you're going to kick out the Glazers and all of a sudden they're going to start performing well? Yeah. I'm not, that actually annoys me. People think that, oh, as soon as Glazers are gone, the team's going to match But perform. that's not what it is. That's not the issue. I care about right now. I care about how the team performs right now. I don't care. Fuck the Glazers. But right now, I want to see this team perform. And yeah. my, my thing is, it's I'm one so of your biggest mad. games of the season, and you're not going to have your fans in that stadium to help support you. That's I find, I'm just kind of like, but, but, but why yeah. is that? That is the issue in itself. It is the biggest match, the one of the biggest matches of the season, and the fans don't want to come out. The supporters, we're saying this from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. We aren't talking about it from a Mancunian. I can't yeah, even say the name right. But and that's the thing is that they have had cultures and and years of yeah. of this stuff and, and now the glazers come in these american buyers who just come in and go oh we'll just throw money here and we'll make more money than the team that will actually win us that is the issue that is the issue sure, in itself yeah, I, I, because I, I, yeah, they yeah. don't care they don't care about the supporters they don't care they don't go to games unless they have to they don't, well, hey, they don't go there. They don't care about supporters. They also don't seem to care about the success of the club. Because, let's be honest, United should be on the same standard as a Real Madrid, as a Bayern Munich. They are, as a, they are one of the biggest clubs in the world. But they should be performing as the biggest club in the world. They should not be performing like a relegation-level team. I saw a TikTok. I believe it was Talk Sport. Gabriel Abongahor was talking about how Manchester United fans are greedy divas. Because, he said, look at Liverpool, one of the biggest clubs in England, so successful, they went 30 years without a Premier League trophy. Arsenal, what was the last time? 90s was the last time. Mm. Arsenal, what was the 90s or 2000s? They won, won a title so, like 04 so the thing is, 04, sorry, you're right, 04. But, so look, there's almost 20 years there since they last won a title. Now, those clubs, those supporters, those fan bases rightfully so, to demand better, to be upset of their owners and the coaches and the players and everything. United fans need to realize you're not the biggest dogs in the field anymore. And why? This is the fucking issue that people aren't getting. But that's not the Glazers. But it is! I agree with it. How? Look at the... Because you spend 100 million on Paul fucking Pogba, who doesn't do shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 not hold on. They have, over the last 10 years, or whatever it may be... No, 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 stop. No, no. Over the last 15, however many years, United has spent the most amount of money over all of the teams in all of your... Europe. And yet here we are but, talking about them. No, stop. They, 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 we are sitting here talking about them being 19th because they haven't brought in the right players because it's all the Glazers who are bringing in the front office who just suck on the teats of the Glazers and don't do anything in regards to the, the, the supporters. We literally had a front office guy meet with a Twitter page at a random bar just to calm down the fan. Is that something that a professional team does anywhere? Anywhere? I, I will agree with you in the sense that, because I, I think the problem is not who your owners are because the a glazer did not go hey 
Let's sign that Paul Pogba guy. But I agree is it's who the Glazers, let's say, or who Manchester United as a club has put in these positions of power. Because I think you've had over the past since you were so close. You almost had it. I think since Ferguson left, you have had good coaches. You had Jose Mourinho. You had one of the best managers You've had in the world. good football coaches, which should in turn come along with a good staff of scouts and networking. But if I don't know the ins and outs of Manchester United, if the scouting and the networking is left up to the Glazers, okay. That's their downfall. If it's Eric Ten Hag, Jose Mourinho, uh, fucking, what's his name? David Moyes. No, David the, the, the Dutch guy. Van Hall. Van, Van Hall. Great manager. He's had great players over the years. You would think his network and his players and his system that he has should run itself in a sense. So what is the constant? The players. The, no, no. Uh, the players played They've under. They've had some quality players throughout the last They've couple years. They underperformed. They have. No. I agree, but at the same time, it's... you can't say it's the Glazers' fault that Rashford has fallen off the face of the earth. You can't say it's the Glazers' fault that Harry Maguire came in and do something could not do what he did at Leicester. Do something about it, then. That's do, the issue. But do no one's going to sign him. Why? Why? No, no team Teams anywhere in the world is going to sign a Harry Maguire or a Marcus Rashford. I mean, they would teams and would want him. It's like it's just you wouldn't get the price you tag. You'd be happy to get thirty you know, million for Harry Maguire. But this is what you're missing. What is the constant throughout all of them? Not the fucking players. It's the Glazers. Why? No matter what coach has come in, why does Harry Maguire continually get picked? Why does McFred he must, continually he must have, get picked? McGuire must have something go, actually going on that we don't know that he's actually does really well, and there's a reason he gets. No, I read something, I, and this Please is something. Please, God, Amazon, give me an all or nothing you mentioned. And also, it, I, I, holy fuck! But I was, reading... I would actually vomit tears of happiness. It, it does come yeah, down to I the Glazers because why haven't the Glazers? Funded to proper recruitment. Why isn't there like a sporting director? Mean, no, we do don't have mean? a fucking sporting director for oh. a, 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 the yeah. one of the biggest clubs in the world. No, also, and who appoints that? That's fair. But, but, and also, but you can't say they haven't funded United. Have you? Apparently, the stadium is just awful. But look at the players and the values that you spend on these players. I mean, you're you're buying Casemiro. Yeah, you now Varane. because of. Panic, but because of literal panic. You also, guys have spent more money that I could not even fathom. So, My club's record transfer is nine the thing million. Is, a club like Man United should be able to sign a Holland and Mbappe. You see what Man City's doing? Man United should be able to do that. And why aren't they doing that? Because, because the owners. Player, I don't think it's owners. But why? Why? Right, why? So why, why us, but 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 right now, I can kind of agree with Liam. Right now, at least for this coming season, Europa League. And there is a reason why Ronaldo wants to. He... Yeah. However, I will agree into the sense uh, that United should be playing to a high, much higher standard. They should not be uh, in the Europa League. They should not be sixth. They should not be 19th. The yeah. players, I'm also kind of pissed off at, but because the way they've been playing has been shambolic. And, you know. The uh, thing is, there, it was a bad two games, but it's only two games. There is. Yeah. 36 so more games but this left is, in the season. This is bled in from last year. 
This is from last yeah, year. Uh, Ragnik left over the summer. And, oh, yeah. and then you, but uh, there you go. There's another thing. You're sitting there and Ragnik goes and says, we need at least 10 new players. Yes. Even Jose Mourinho, back when he yes. was manager, he's, he's like, the problem's up top. It's not me. I'm the trying. biggest thing, the biggest thing that he is proud of is getting that team to second. Yeah. Yep. The, what, what, what do you mean, the players? Yep. What do you mean, the staff that they're bringing? I in? think it's just a, all, it's. It's all and of that the above comes right now. from the top. Yeah, it's if, all if you're of the not, above. If you're not bringing in players who want to be there, like a Paul Pogba, 100%, I, 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 I can see that because I know I go back to Celtic. We for years under Neil Lennon, and then and then when it went into Brendan Rodgers, our policy was buy him cheap, sell him on. I am cheap Salomon. Look at all the amount of players Celtic have sold on over the years. Fucking half of Southampton was Celtic at one point in time. <laughs> But like after that own after after Brendan Rodgers left because Brendan Rodgers had an interview I think last week where he said he left Celtic because they had just won the treble treble they were in Europe and they he went well your budget's like four million and he's like what the fuck yeah. what am I gonna do with four million so like, like the, the thing is it's different problems so okay so United is not money because United has all the money in the world it's the quality of 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 the 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 system of it let's say because it's the coaching, I think you've got good coaches. Maybe the scouting needs to be improved. Maybe the, the actual fundamentals of the club need to be reworked and need to be recentered. The thing and is, who does that? That is a Glazers. You are right. It, it is. What were you going to say, Greg? And Liam was talking about how Liverpool, Liverpool were, they're not like fully down bad, but they were not great like what they are right now for a while. Arsenal have been down. They're, I guess they might start coming back up again. It's not, I know it's been some years now for United, but it's still a work in progress. And yeah. it's, it's, it might still, tomorrow. it might still just get worse. United is not going to get relegated. It's not going to happen. It yeah. could, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, just they not... will bounce back. They will probably, it will probably be a close game. I hope so. I think, two, I don't know. I just got a strange feeling that some of the players on the team, they definitely want to prove themselves, prove that we're not this awful team that we've been made out to be. And, like yeah, someone doesn't... in our Twitch chat said, Liverpool are without Darwin, yeah. Thiago, Matip, um, so, Jota, Jota. But uh, if it's like a game, a bunch if it's a game where they can't lose three one three nil United, then more questions are going to be raised. And but like, I mean, I'm I'm very happy with the signing of Casemiro. They've needed a midfielder like that for years. Yeah. A CDM. A CDM. It is, sucks that he can't play against Liverpool because he would. Yeah. Make, he, I think he makes such a difference. Age, in my opinion, is not an issue right now. No, they. No, he's no. still playing at a top I, level. I've, I don't have an issue with a thirty-year-old being signed. I have an issue with a thirty-year-old being signed for the price you're paying. But then again, I understand it's Casemiro and it's Manchester United. If Manchester United want to buy a player, you know what? You go. You know what? That fifty just went to a sixty because you know what? Why not? They have the unlimited bank account. Right? Yet at but the I, same time, they won't sign Anthony for two. But I, for I said I, either last podcast so. or the podcast before. I'm just like, why can't United just say, "Fuck you"? I'm taking that player from your club because yeah. you're Manchester United, and they find, they're actually doing it. But so if I'm Manchester very impressed United with that. Was in a Champions League spot this season. You know what? They could have gone out and they could have offered Holland a, a contract. He wouldn't have accepted, but he, they would have offered it to him. They, they could have, they could have gotten these players 
Darwin Nunes even. You know, well, maybe I, maybe I, they I, give him an offer. I will, I will say it, it is it. it is quite incredible that United is still able to sign a player of yeah. the quality of Casemiro, yeah. even though they're in the Europa League, they're bottom table of the Premier League. The <laughs> fact that they're able, they still have this pull power, yeah. and people are like, oh, but it's the money. But then again. No, it's still Manchester United. Yeah, it's exactly. still one of the biggest clubs in the world. People, so people want to still... It, they they want to be a part of trying to bring honestly, it back I, up. I hope bringing Casemiro help, fix, helps solve he the, the Ronaldo situation. He will. That, uh, there's know? no way he's signing there in Ronaldo. Yeah. You, you want to... Because like, we know... Fred has actually plays good for Brazil. Too. Yeah, he, he Can plays. Can Casemiro and he, Fred no, actually that, do usually something that's together? That's the midfield duel that Brazil runs is Fred and Casemiro. Gen- genuinely, I don't dislike Fred. No, he, he's a no. good footballer. He's just been he's, in the wrong spot. Yeah. Scott McTominay's only good attributes are he's willing to dive into a tough tackle, and he has he plays with heart and soul. He plays for the crest, which is great. Yeah. But you also need some technical ability to back yourself up, though. Yeah, yeah. And for I, sure. he does. And, I, and he has for a, Scotland. You know what? When he plays a center back, he is willing to fucking sacrifice his life to make a, a, a block kind of thing. With McTominay, he also hasn't really progressed as a nope. midfielder. Nope. He's kind of just been stagnant. Yeah. yeah. Um. He had like. Now, the, I remember he had like the couple games. Yeah. Was it last year we scored like the goal? We, like need, it, but we like, need to talk though leads. about your center backs. <laughs> Swap McTominay with Lissandra Martinez. <laughs> No. Sandra Martinez, I don't think can can play. Yeah, he can play. He yes, can. He can trust me. He, yes, would, he, can. he can. Yeah. No. It's he's coming very quick and he got thrown in. But I don't know how he Cause does. Because Liam, I'm gonna say it like this: half, if Lissandra Martinez, Liam, if Lissandra Martinez went to Liverpool, he wouldn't touch that starting eleven no. for a while. No. I would say, but because that's what Jurgen Klopp does. For yeah, most yeah, of his yeah, players, yeah. they kind of you player... gel them in. Yeah, no, I agree. And there's a reason why Ten Hag wanted him for my ex, right? He he knows how he can work. He can. I work. think he could actually work as a really good midfielder for you. I could but then that. again, Fred Casemiro and Christian Eriksen is a good midfield three. And honestly, Bruno, Bruno can go. Bruno, he's on the bench because he's selfish and he doesn't bring the vibes that you need. I don't like that for me. Wait, no. I'm not wrong. No, I, but I, I he doesn't work for the no, no, team. No, no, he no, works no, no, for Bruno. I, I Bruno. No, 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 no. no. Bruno actually, works for Bruno. No, I disagree. No, the thing is, but you may you may be right about that. But if Bruno can get back to his goal scoring ways, yep. then it's fine being selfish. Go score goals. It, he needs to get his confidence back. We, or something. Need, we yeah. need the Bruno that we saw, saw under Ole in those first few months. That's the he was Bruno insane. We, yeah, he was, we need. He was the best. I, I don't know what's happened with yeah. Bruno. I don't think he's necessarily as selfish as you think. He's a team player. player. He wants to win. I, I remember he, when he was first playing for United. He was such a hard worker. I, I never saw a man work that hard for a while at United. And no, I, I agree. He, I don't think so. He's, what? Uh, so, so David De Gea gets the start again. Probably. I mean, you're not putting in Tom fucking Heaton. That's the thing, though. Like, so what happens if David De Gea genuinely gets injured? Do you just recall Dean Henderson, they who are, doesn't want to play for you, and he talks shit about you in public? They are apparently looking for a goalkeeper. So. Like you, Dean Henderson is probably the best goalkeeper that club has, and he talks shit about you publicly, to your face, directly, oh, wow. calls you out by name, good, good. And, 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 and what's the repercussions of that? Well, he will never play for United. You hope. Wow. You hope. Yeah, it's it's like going to Walmart and saying there Walmart a, sucks. Can I have a job? Is there? Much, do you yeah. know if the if if there's like a loan if it's an option to buy for uh, I'm not sure. in the loan clause? He, I don't think he'd want to be bought by Nottingham Forest. That's also fair. He just wants Dean to Henderson wants time. to play. 
Show them, hey, guys, remember me? Try uh, and get into that England squad. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, remember me? I'm well, still relevant. And that's the thing. Like, Van Hall said, or was it Van Hall? Yeah, it was Van Hall. Said to Jury and Timber, and look where T- Timber is right now. He just re-upped with Ajax. Yeah. But like he said, if you go to United and you're not playing regular minutes, yeah. you're not in my World Cup team. 100%. And, and that's... Game time is yeah. the main thing, and that's and what I, lots I, of teams... I, it's just, very interesting mm-hmm. right now with United and Anthony because it's very clear that they want Anthony. Anthony wants United, but Ajax are keeping him hostage by saying, "Yeah, man, this guy's worth hundred million." I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think that'll be a deadline deal, or or it'll. Like, I hope it happens, or it'll like happen in like thirteen seconds. But it'll be like, uh, but I don't think they're spending a hundred. He's a very exciting player. He's very. I, I I view more of like a finesse player. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what him he's and do. Sancho down the wings. Yeah, it'd be will good. Be it's, I mean, be young. Amazing. I don't think who'll be your starting left winger for that game against Liverpool. Probably Rashford. Yeah. Probably Rashford. Unless they decide, maybe they put Ronaldo strike, and maybe if Martial's fit, they put him on the wing. I I we'll I'd be I don't see Ronaldo not starting still though. Yeah, yeah, see. Yeah, um. See. Anyway, do you guys want to do uh, predictions for the game? Just yeah. If the podcast, I I will go. I will go two one United. Yeah. I don't know why. I feel confident. No, it's yeah. Brett, what you got? Four 0 Liverpool. You actually think it'll be a four 0 Liverpool? One ten hog sacked. I'm gonna say three one Liverpool. Greg? No, because I'm gonna go closer, but I'm gonna go two one Liverpool. I think it'll be. I think two one or two two. Yeah. I, I I think actually. I just I I'm not confident with the hair. I'm not confident with anybody, literally anybody scoring. So I I just I can't. I know Fabio this... Carvalho comes on and scores a wonder goal. Yeah. <laughs> I know we've talked Premier League very, very in depth, which I thoroughly enjoy. I, I was, I haven't talked football for like a month now, yeah. and like I said it last time I went to school, and I'll say it again: the fucking coverage is shit there. Really? Holy shit! Uh, yeah, you have so, to yeah. pay for Sky or BT or this or that, and just I don't know, like kind of like here. And you know what's also weird? Because I'm not used to having. Premier League at nighttime. Yeah. It just, I, I, I couldn't get into the game as much. You know, mm. I wake up and I'm eating breakfast or I have coffee with Premier League on. Right. Whereas there I'm having dinner with it. And I'm like, I always felt like I was watching a rerun or like the highlights kind of thing. I, I like, wasn't in it. It's, it's almost as if that's kind of like why I don't watch MLS either. Mm. Like, MLS is such, at times you don't know I'm watching footy. I watch MLS just so all the MLS um, guys are like two MLS scarves up here now. By the way, so yeah, United. By the way um, just to quickly talk, uh, Bayern have won the Bundesliga. Yeah, they have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <they're, yeah. laughs> I, I, I made a TikTok prior to this, and they're just kind of steamrolling teams in Germany. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bochum lost seven nil. Yeah, shout out to, to Bayern Munich. Not. They went. Yeah, you know what we're gonna do? Lewandowski. We actually don't need you anymore, okay? We 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 can win without you. Who just started? Uh, Lewandowski turned 34. Hey, I think go. it was yesterday. Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane is the greatest footballer in the world. But I think we should move on to our <laughs> Sunday League stories. Yeah, we, we, we yeah. had oh, a yeah. big Premier League. And all, I, I know we have fans of your league on or La Liga or a bar, a Serie A. Barcelona's about to play, I know, against... But, uh, but we're, we're having a live stream tomorrow. And obviously yeah, yeah, you can come in that live stream. So. You had talk there. Um, Let's talk some Sunday League. Because you know what? All of us, the all 90th minute, all of the 90th minute actually, has played Sunday League. We have all been involved in football at some stage or some level okay. in our lives, whether it is like Caroline, like I said, being that close to playing for the, the national the, team. Well, the funny thing is, of the six Sunday League, league pundits, 
the four of us are the ones that are actually all on the same yes, team. Yes, we are. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. Matt, Matt's got his, his own team. Lucas is taking this season off for right now. But we've all played football together for most of our lives, yeah. different levels, yeah. right? Let's just... Let's let's get into some stories. Uh, I'll start with Brandon Hill here. He start uh, sent uh just earlier uh, yesterday morning. So he says, for my Sunday league story, we were playing a cup game in a team a few, a few versus a team a few divisions above us, and the referee was a short fat man. He told the spectators at the sidelines not to take photos to make sure he wouldn't lose his disability allowance. <laughs> so the ref was getting paid to referee games and getting a disability allowance at the same time. That's wild. What? That's wild. Like, not oh to my. piggyback off of that, but like, I remember one of our matches one time. It was a really nice night in the middle of summer. Referee, we, I was the captain. We could shake hands, do a little coin flip and everything. Referee goes, okay, we're going to shorten the halves. I want to go home and play Call of Duty. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> And he, honestly, he was a fantastic referee. Really? Like, he was great. Oh, that, that's actually one of that, my favorites. Just like, nah, if I see one photo, could you imagine like whoever's paying like the disability going up on like social media going, is that Carl? <laughs> <laughs> We're paying that motherfucker $14,000 a year, dog. That's so then, funny. Brett, do you want to read this next one? Because it's like three paragraphs yeah, long. Th this, one is, this one is wild. This that one's was, from. Who, that was Brandon, though? This one's from underscore dot Maddie dot Corteral dot underscore. Excuse me if I missed your name. Here's your Sunday league story. It was a League Cup semifinal, another League Cup semifinal, there you go. And after a long 90 minutes, the game was tied 2-2 and it went straight to penalties. Coach goes to me, go on, you take it, uh, take the first one and get us off to a good start, which cursed me from the start. Uh, one thing I should mention is that I was a goalkeeper this season before in a good Saturday <laughs> League uh, team, but packed in. Uh Sunday league, or I was, excuse me, I was packed into Sunday league as a striker. So in Saturday league, he was the keeper in Sunday league. Yeah. He was the striker. So this was a very bold move from the get-go. <laughs> I'm very nervous and I run up to take the penalty and do a full in John Terry slip. <laughs> <Full> slippage. <laughs> over oh. as I strike the ball and goes straight down the middle and gets, uh, the keeper gets a little bit, or he gets a little bit of loft in it. And the keeper steps forward and boots the ball straight up into the air, comes up to give me a bit of stick while I was on the floor because it was already a nasty game between the two teams. While he's giving me stick, I see the referee's eyes shift up into the air. I look up and lo and behold, it is still in play and coming down. Next thing I hear, coach shout, it's in! And the ball come down with backspin and gone in. I couldn't believe it. The captain was already halfway uh, to comfort me as we looked at each other and started laughing as we ended up getting into the final and eventually coming runners up. But this moment alone was better than any cup I'd ever won. He continues to say, uh, I know it sounds unbelievable and unfortunately I don't have the video of the penalty because my dad was in the club house having a drink so he didn't record it but you could ask the full 16 man squad there in the day uh they uh, all tell the exact same story along i hope it is legit because i know there is like a famous video of that happening yeah, going i in. hope that is legit because that, that hilarious i can just picture that on sunday league as you know, soon just... as you said like 
it, like the keeper booted it, I knew where that was going. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. oh, I know what's happening here. Just push straight up and just it comes back. And it just down comes and right back. That backspin. Just... My favorite part is that his dad was in the clubhouse having a drink, just going, "This is I, I need to take a load <laughs> off. I can't watch my kid take this shot." And then boom, it's one of the craziest things ever. Thank you, Maddie. Maddie, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, uh, Maddie Cretor. I'm pretty sure we got two stories, but we're gonna try and you know. Well, let's get some of our own personal Sunday League stories. Uh, let's start off with Greg, who just scored a world-class goal yeah, a couple match days ago. Last, we talked about that yeah. last, yeah. last How about we talk about our last Sunday League game? Brett was in there. Liam was here. It was a bit of a mess back. as well. Our, our season has been a mess. <laughs> yeah. um, we had such a good indoor season. Of course, in Canada, in the wintertime, we play indoor football. So it's in like a hockey rink, you can say, with yeah. boards. You can use the boards. We got Americans listening. They're good. All good. Yeah, but Europeans. I'm don't. saying in Canada we play this. No one else knows that. I think they do. You can't just assume why. <gasps> You've been in broadcasting school, buddy. Listen, listen, listen. You play in a hockey rink. There's boards. You can use the walls. All that good stuff. Anyways, we had a really good indoor actually. We had some good players. We got on a bit of a run towards the end of the year. We did well. Yeah. Coming into outdoor, maybe we had some confidence. Quickly died. Well, <laughs> the problem is outdoor. It's summer vacation. People are yeah. going on vacations. And work. And work. And that was that was a thing, yeah. especially at the start of the season. Was injuries. We've had <laughs> we actually we've had a lot of injuries. And it's have. hard to replace people with just when you're just playing Div for soccer here in Canada. But at the start of the season it was like the playoffs too, and when the Oilers were in the playoffs, yeah. so like Waz and I were working and stuff like that. So people were going to the games. Yeah. And- yeah. yeah. So it was tough. But um <laughs> I heard uh well this is from these two, but I heard you guys were missing me last game. Kinda. I mean we yeah. we just we we, we, we taken players. anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were missing Okay, guys, come on, pump my tires. Well, we, we, especially in that Jack Black Brett, I was placing basically <laughs> you know, playing your role bad, in CDM. It, and yeah. I was it wasn't like, a bad match. We, we lost, sure we lost four 0 but we also had ten guys playing outfield and a goalie, so yeah. it was a full eleven. But uh, no. no subs. It wasn't 10 and a goalie. Was it? No, it was 10 players in total. It was 9 no, and, ten a and a goalie. So 9, is a, is a nine yeah, never mind. So, yeah. And, of course, they had, like, four subs. Oh. One of their one of their players looked like fucking Andy Carroll. <laughs> they, also <laughs> had, they also had a winger, which just sprinted oh, the entire it, game. Like, he's yeah. actually, like... <laughs> he's having on. PTSD actually, right no, now. No, no, that was fine. Actually, it wasn't that bad. Um, no, he the just be- sprinted. The best way... <laughs> To describe his team is they look like a legit pro clubs team in FIFA. You know how in pro clubs everyone has that, that really short guy yeah, who's yeah, speedy. Yeah. And then you have the one striker who's huge with a ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Was that's team. exactly it. And they were Santos. <laughs> yeah, then it was Santos. Show it, was, that. it was it was a, a, a it was a, a pro club scene. Yeah, it's yeah, so it was more like five foot four winger. It was just rapid. Personally, <laughs> I, I had a good. I had a good first half. I just got tired in the second, but like I put in some tackles. Well, I was got tired in the second. There was there was one moment where where I don't know how you did not get the ball first. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Dude, either. It, it was rolling 50-50 balls. It was rolling, and then I thought I think you thought it was gonna go out because you just started jogging towards, it, and then their wingers went, "Oh, okay." <laughs> just went to go I get it. Know. I was like, "I remember that." Okay. <laughs> The amount of 50-50 balls are like balls oh, in the air. Look at the main man there. Divock. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, good. I put in a tackle. It was I went for a 50-50 tackle, oh, you know, boy. when it's like two guys go for the ball, and the ref's like, hey, you two, 
be careful next time or something. The ref was the ref, weird. Listen, oh, the, I think the ref was the story of the you game. Wanna, you want to explain really? so, what the what we couldn't do? What so at, at yeah, halftime, yeah, this was actually a big one. He went to each bench at halftime, and he goes, "If you guys start blocking the ball to go out of bounds." I'm gonna give. I'm gonna make a foul call because it's impeding the play. Right, like you know how defenders in, in, in professional yeah, yeah. football will block it to protect the ball to go out of bounds. He will give a foul. So for what that. did I do? I, I looked at him. I, I asked for clarity. Where I said, "Can you explain your things?" So he explained it, and I went. I grabbed my phone. And I said, "I'm gonna make a call to UEFA right now because Champions League have to get changed." I should fucking hell. I should have. We should have asked him. Can you give us a scenario in a match where that was happening? Because it happens. <laughs> Countless yeah, times like, in every game. That's how you defend. You yeah. let the ball roll out. And that, I think, is one of the biggest downfalls of Canadian football. Refereeing maybe is not to the best standard because really, that one, it's hard to get referees. That one ref that we had at um, uh, Coronation was awful. Awful. When he just, know. like, he stopped the match just to, ex like, yell at you. Because you were asking something when everybody else was giving him shit. Oh, he just yeah. had yeah, to yeah. take it out on yeah. somebody and, then, and he stopped the match just to yell at that's you. That's why I asked him what his call was because it was a head injury that was on the far side of the field. Yeah. I had kicked the ball as goalie. Yeah. And he gave a free kick in the middle of the field. I went, well, we what's had, this for? We, like, had a, we had a game, I think, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, where it was a shit show of a match, whatever. And the ref was just all of a sudden having a, his panties in a bunch. Like There, there was a point where... Our one of our players, we had like one defender back, and he like was trying to signal an offside or something. Rap goes to him, "You can't signal offside." I missed that one. You, Why you, can I not? I'm just calling. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, "That's my job." And, and, something job. Like, like, and again, again, Canada, do we job. don't get linesmen, not at our level, at least. Yeah, not yeah. As you're playing level, top huh? tier, we don't get linesmen, so it's hard on the referees, and I don't give shit to referees because. It takes a Be, lot for you a to say, you know what, on a fucking Tuesday evening, I'm going to take time out of my day to go ref that shit show. Because <laughs> I don't even want to show up to the games. I play in the games. <laughs> Jesus, great, God. Great finish. Yeah, that was nice. There was the, the one game. Uh... Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. <laughs> he was, it was the same deal. They had like uh, 11 plus subs and we had like eight. And so <laughs> I, I was playing back line because Dom was pushing up and we were, we were trying to get him the goal. And I just remember there was a, they had a really good like winger or somebody. He just kept getting past us. And I just threw my hand up once. And then the ref's like, yeah, offside. <laughs> and he turns around. He's like, 
what yeah. and so the rest yeah. of the game uh because we we started chatting with him afterwards he's like i'm gonna get a nice big blizzard after this <laughs> but he goes uh he was running he had the ball again i'm like offside offside and he like turned around and started laughing and stuff i'm gonna like, we're but... gonna wrap up this conversation because i know the podcast has gone pretty long today yeah. yeah but here's my one thing to wrap it up really quickly because you said that there sunday league what's your post-match meal Oh, see, normally what I do, so I order lunch from Chachi's. It's Sandwiches a, place. Great yeah. sandwich place here. Um, but I also then get a side of Caesar salad. So then I eat the sandwich before the game. So it's kind of light-ish. And then when I come back after I shower, I have the Caesar salad. For okay, it. Greggy, post-match meal. I don't really have a post-match meal. Okay. <laughs> whatever fast Wazzy? food you feel like I, after. I, I, I usually don't have fast food after, but... It's, I've had occasional times. He always but... talks about it. <laughs> yeah. Was he? It depends on uh, what I've, if I have any leftovers from lunch. Okay, so I guess I'm the only one with a set post-match meal. Buddy, you're going to McDonald's. What? I, oh, fuck yeah. I actually have oh. a very... Every or, game. Or Liam goes to McDonald's before the game. No. What, what did you have before, the, before one of the games? You literally like had it right before... In, in indoor. It was oh, just it, was, a... it, was, uh, it was chicken strips. Oh. Because I was, I had not eaten all day. And I went to the soccer center because I knew the soccer center has food. Oh, yeah. I said, like, "Fuck, I'm gonna have the like, chicken strips." And I, did we it, got there, we got there oh, like no, 40 minutes early, almost an hour early, because I wanted to give myself lots of time to eat and everything. And there was a shit show at the kitchen where it took 25 minutes to get my chicken strips. So <laughs> I was eating as we were walking into the dressing room. I was like, oh my God, actually. "Fucking yeah, hell!" Funny. I tried. I genuinely tried to give myself half an hour of fucking time for it to, to sit. You know. Oh yeah. Anyways, That's nice. we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, that was the Sunday League pod- pundits. Uh, Sunday League, a little bit podcast. longer. A lot of Premier League, which I mean, hopefully you're okay we, with. Hopefully you enjoy yeah. it, and let us know if you want to talk about different leagues, different scenarios, different topics. Also, to the people who say we don't watch anything but the Premier League, we're literally watching City Out right now. I'm so not, this get is off just my a ass. shit show. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, hopefully you guys are enjoying what we're producing, what we're putting out. Hopefully you enjoy the 90th minute in general. Should keep liking, following, subscribing. Share, sharing share yes. help us get our name out there honestly it help us a ton from greg from brett from wazi and myself liam thank you for watching and listening it's been yet another week in the beautiful game and we will see you next time Bye-bye. goodbye